Yeah, I was just sitting here and I was like, oh, wait, I don't have Skype open. That's stupid. Yeah. I just missed you. You said you called at 932 and I opened it at 933. So That's okay. You're forgiven. Oh, thanks, buddy. Let's you're go the, you're the best. Let's make a mistake. I really got Creed stuck in my head this morning. Oh, no. I know. Ew. I know. <laughs> Can you take me higher? <laughs> it's not going anywhere. Mm. Let's start the show. Hey, you're listening to Not For Nothing with your hosts, Chris and Chris. We're doing a Creed special, Chris. We're doing Oh, finally. We're going in cold. Four goddamn years for this. I know, finally. Scott Stapp's here in the studio. He's going to do a couple <laughs> numbers off his new album, Freedom. It's going to be great. But before we get into that, Chris. You know that that's his new album. <laughs> it's. I don't think he's got an album. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. I would love it if you just randomly knew his like most recent up to date. I was like, amazed career. that I pulled Scott Stapp out of my ass. That's, yeah, that's nice. That that's face cool. though, I like you see that face in your brain and you're just like, that's that guy's name. Like, Arms wide open. Oh, that's the other one. I think Take Me Higher is my favorite of the two. Arms wide open's a little uh, preachy. Wow, that's uh, not something I would expect you to say. That you actually have a preference for one over the other. You know, if you had to choose, gun to your head. I can't. Nope. I'm, I'd rather die. Oh, it's definitely. I'll go my way. No, not no, get no. hell here. I've, I've had a good life. See you later. Bye bye. I'm not. I so I disagree with the creed hatred because it got rid of an entire genre of warble voice bullshit. Well, the fucking true. the Eddie Vedder ushered in, or maybe it was like a guy from another, like the guy from Screaming Trees. I'm sure somebody thinks that they invented that sound. <laughs> Screaming Trees. The fucking Seven Mary Three, whatever the fuck. <laughs> I, Eddie Vedder Candlebox. Definitely, definitely like made it. He po- he popularized. Right? Yeah, he popularized. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And suddenly everyone's like, "Hero!" Like fucking the Stone Temple Pilots was just a straight up ripoff of everything, and people were like, "That's fine." Yeah. But then Creed was like, we're taking it. They were good at we're like, taking it to it a off. new People plane. We're taking it. And that's so I appreciate you, Scott Stepp, for putting a nail <laughs> for, in that coffin. Because everyone's like, grunge killed hair metal. Well, guess what killed grunge? Scott fucking Stepp. Yeah. Yeah. Creed well, killed the whole, grunge. Like, that whole like, early Creed 2000s grunge? thing, too. Right? It was like that. Um, or did he usher in, help usher in that, like, um, that kind of early two thousands music that was like not it was like grunge light it was it's very creedish that kind of stuff. Oh, you mean but like, not like you mean emo? No, 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 no. No, it was all those not like, my chemical romance because that you think that's a little laughter. I guess that's like more mid aughts. Yeah, was that what all that stuff was? Maybe. Yeah, I I don't know how you define that or or like the, and the the bands they all kind of blend together. So I don't know like I don't remember any of their names or anything. But it was just sort sort of like. It was a little more poppy, I guess. Like Blink like, 182? Like that um, stuff? Because no, that was no, kind of like not, it wasn't, it TRL wasn't, era, like Blink 182, like, and like, but then it was also boy bands. So maybe yeah, it was boy no, no, bands. Yeah, no, but it was like that mid, it was like, it wasn't, it wasn't grungy and it wasn't punky, but it was, it was just sort of this, it was like, what soft. I guess it was the, it was like that soft, it was like the new version of soft rock. Oh, like, oh, like, uh. Three doors down. Yeah, and, like stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and like fucking uh, Everclear, like just 
Goo yeah. Goo Dolls bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah Creed yeah. fits right tightly into that nickel box. Oh, yeah, nickel, nickel box. bag. What are they called? Nickelback, <laughs> Nickelback nickel box. Ba- yeah, nickel, nickel bag box. would be a great name, actually. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's a band name. I'm sure it is. I'm sure nickel bag nickel exists. Ba- Nickelback, yeah. Nickelback, though. Also, Nickelback. also, I liked that song. I like. I still to this day like that song. This is. I mean, all those songs were like kind of. Never catchy. made it as a wise man. Could have cut it as a cold hero. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. This is See, like how that. you remind me. Dude, I got to do a playlist. I got to mm-hmm. do. I'm going to do a playlist. Okay. Three Eleven's going to make it on there somehow. Crappy early two thousands. Yeah, warble voice. Like, yeah. What do you call that? What do you? It was like some sort of like it's it like a terrible rock. Yes, yeah, real overproduced. I don't think it even had like. A, a, no. Because they just defined it as rock, but it wasn't. It wasn't like there was. A, it was a very specific. Yeah, it was very cock rock. Lived like a, yeah, yeah. I think Aerosmith fucking dipped their toe in that water too. I feel like they were. Oh, probably because they did those they big sweeping epic horrible songs. Remember the, like that like. Silver. Yeah, our, for our, the one with uh, Armageddon. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. For Armageddon. Yeah, which yeah. also had the Google Dolls on it. Yeah, that's <laughs> that shit. The yeah. Armageddon. That right. That's that yeah. falls right. That's right in there. Sorry, Aerosmith, yeah. but Aerosmith never mm-hmm. tried to be anything other than just a money grab anyway. So I appreciate. Sure. Yeah. They just suck on their own merit. Yeah. Do you think that uh, Bob Seger was watching bands like Creed and Nickelback get famous and was like? Fuck you guys! <laughs> this is my <laughs> this is my lane. I've been riding this lane since '71. <laughs> now you're fucking getting. You can't be. I mean, that's like his. That's his thing. He should be getting royalties off of all those songs. Yeah, I mean, I hope he isn't because Seeger is in a class in and of itself himself. But he probably did see that and was like, "Yeah, I already did this. I did this thing." <laughs> um, Chris, I have I've been dying to talk to you because I. I have a, oh, I have nice a really, I'm, I'm, I am a, I am a hesitant, hesitant to bring this up, but I don't know where else Ooh. to vet this. So I think you're the, play, you're the person that can help me through this problem. And it's topical because the Jackass movie is coming out. Oh, Jesus. Have you seen this? There's a new Jackass. No. You don't like Jackass? No, that was, that's, that's the, the. Movies. That's the similar thing of the of the of the the music we were just talking about. Jackass is the, the equivalent creed, of, of is the creed of, of movies. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's a good nickel bag of yeah nickel bag of funk. Uh, <laughs> so you're not a prank guy. Are you into pranks? I mean, I'm a. I here. Okay, here's what I'll say. This is, and then maybe maybe I'm contradicting myself here now. Is because I in the past, especially in the past year, because of the pandemic and sitting at home and watching television. I fell in love watching ridiculousness. Okay. And it's um it's Rob Deerdeck. Oh. Deerdeck. He's a skateboard guy. Yeah, and he had like a couple of those other shows that was like the him fat, and like the fat guy. years ago. Yeah. Fat and Rob or something it was called. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh and Rob it's a good show because it's like like the three of them, he has the two co-hosts. So you like a prank? I do like I do like pranks and all those kinds of things. Yes, I think okay. I think Jack I like Jackass in the moment back then. It's way past its expiration date, and it's 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 not it doesn't have the same weight to it anymore. You can't you I don't think you could really make the Jackass movies anymore. They're making one. It's here. I know it's going to be huge. Stupid. And they're all it, this is they're, they're the, so old. They're the they're the skater guys who can't skate anymore. Yeah, 
and well, they're still trying to it stay. It came out right? of Big this, Brother this magazine, is, which was last week's show. This is these this is the same mentality of mm-hmm. like late nineties, early two thousand skateboard, misogynistic, sort of racist, mm-hmm. like asshole humor. But now they're in their fifties. So yep. Jump on. And now it. they get. Don't they get? I, I I thought I read something about this. And don't they? Don't, didn't a couple of these guys seriously get injured because they keep trying to pull this off and they're not twenty years old anymore? I mean, who cares? They, well, that's the point. They're, they're dropping like guys. flies guys, too. They're dropping right. like flies. There's the one of them yeah. died in like a car accident. Like it's not like a it's not a thing you can do for. It. I mean, Johnny Knoxville, good for him. He like made it into a career. Like he was in Dukes of yeah. Hazard and stuff. Right. It was great. Uh, Trans- and Steve O somehow has managed to like be relevant. Would, and that's just insane, but like Steve O's still around. So anyway, I, you're still alive. You don't that's like incredible. stunts, but you're into pranks, right? Like, you, uh, no, no, I like stunts or whatever. It's fine, but just don't I, like I just feel like that whole thing is, is played out. It's, it's past. It's, it's like when they keep making all these stupid, um, uh, punked TV shows. Yeah. You know, they keep recreating them and trying them. Like the last one I saw was on MTV as well. It was like the guys, the fucking uh, Jersey Shore guys or, or started one. They're pranks. It's like, we can't like you got something. You got to come up with something new or something different. Don't keep rehashing the same old shit. I wish they would redo. They'd reboot punked, but only use the people that they punked from the first season now. Like Ooh. what's Frankie Munoz up to? <laughs> <laughs> if, if you punked him, he'd be super sad. <laughs> Malcolm in the middle is all like, what? My car got repoed again? <laughs> Better call Brian Cranston. Uh, all right. So here's the setup. You ready? Yeah. All right. Yep. So th- d- it's going to take, it's, this story's going to need a little bit of like backstory. So bear so with take, me. Take your time. No name. I'm not, I'm not going to say anybody's names, but. I got all day here. I, I'm not doing it. There's anything. a show on HBO, okay? There's a show on HBO. This is like the okay. setup. It's called How To with John Wilson. And it's like this guy, it's, it's, huh. I think it was produced by Nathan Fielder of Nathan For You. But all, this guy just like takes a ton of video in New York City and then put, slices it together with a single narrative and sort of lets it tell the story. But he does like a, he talks over the top of it. I don't know if you've seen it. It's very I clever. Haven't. It's really good. Okay. It's really good. And he just finds people, but he lets them sort of tell their own story. He's, it's, he's not outwardly teasing anybody, but mm-hmm. he, like, it's, I mean, it's pretty brilliant. I, I highly recommend it. So that's, that's its own thing. Okay. On one of the episodes, there was a guy. <laughs> he, his name is Ron Lowe, and he runs a foreskin restoration device service. Like, so he, it's called TLC Tugger. It's for people who want to restore their foreskin that like were circumcised as children that want. And so it, what it is, is it's a contraption that you like stick on like the head of your dick and like slowly over time, it's like pulling on the foreskin to like lengthen it so that it will become back to an uncircumcised penis. Yes. This is on the show. The guy's wearing it. It's yeah. like, yeah. And he's got to comp- have to wear it all the time. I have so well, many Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wear it all the time. There's, a, there's one that like s- straps to the headboard. So you wear it at night too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's pr- it looks pretty homemade, but the guy is yeah. like confident in it. And he's like sort of talking to the guy while his wife's in the, in the room. And she's clearly like heard the story a million times. Right. This guy has an actual business, TLC Tucker. Okay. 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 Yep. Anyway. So it's a legit business. I don't know. It's a legit legit business. A legit business. Okay. Right. Um, now just sort of keep that in the back of your head. 
So no, you should not buy one of these, Chris. I have, <laughs> I I have a friend who uh-huh. knows uh-huh. I love Yeezy sneakers, right? He knows I love Yeezys. Like okay. I love them. I collect yep. them. I have a bunch of okay. pairs. I never wear them. I just like them. They're yep. fucking weird. And I and I mm-hmm. I'm that guy. I flip Yeezys. It's my wheelhouse. I'm not fucking Ryan Rosillo. Go fuck yourselves. Anyway, when my son was born, I also despise Crocs. I fucking hate Crocs to the death. They're fucking shoes for people who give the fuck up. And I don't care if you're fucking Juju Smith-Schuster, like all these dudes that are like trying to revive Crocs, like go fuck yourselves. They're, they're fucking ugly. They're stinky. They're fucking give up shoes. And people that buy them are... I hate I hate them. I fucking hate Crocs. I like I hate them. So those are two okay. things you should know about me. Love Yeezys, hate Crocs. Okay. My son is born. Is this all this is all tying together, this, right? Just wait. My <laughs> son is born. And on the first day that this friend who will remain nameless visits him, he presents him with a present. Ooh. And it is a I open it up and it is a box of infant Yeezy 350s, which is like, they're really hard to come by. Really cool. I'm like, oh my God, this is so dope. I open it up and there's a pair of fucking Crocs inside. And he's like (laughs) dying. Ha ha, gotcha. Everybody laughs. I throw the fucking box away. I was like, fuck you. Like, I don't take it well. You know, jokes on me. Ha ha, jokes on me, right? Yep. Okay. Well, he also has a son, and he also watches How To with John Wilson. So I know he knows of the TLC Tugger. (laughs) So I bide my time. I lay in the cut. I wait it out. And just when my his little prank has passed, I order a TLC Tugger for his son and have it shipped to his son at his house. His son is ten. Uh. Wait, his son's 10? Yeah, his son's 10. <laughs> now, I don't expect, really, that he, his son's going to be like, I got a present. I'll open it up. Like, I know that this person is a good dad. He's not going to just like be like, open whatever mail bomb comes in your name. Like, he, he's the kind of dad that'll be like, what'd you order? Anyway, the box Does comes... It have your, will it have your name atta- on the box? At not at all. all. Not at all. Mm-hmm. It has been mm-hmm. delivered. It was delivered. I knew it was delivered. I waited. I saw the delivery notice. Just a day passes, nothing. And another day passes. I get a text message. It's a group text of everyone, including my wife, from his wife that is like, (laughs) this is fucked. Fuck you. (laughs) You fucking crossed the line. Like, this is... (laughs) Like, what are you thinking? And I was like, "Um, it's a prank. (laughs) The kid didn't open it. She's like... he was in camp. He didn't, uh, you're lucky he didn't open it. But now this guy that makes this foreskin thing has his name and mailing address. Like he's going to fucking come to the house and be like, is it working out for you? Like it's a fucking prank. There's supposed to be a fucking, there's supposed to be a fucking a risk for the reward. And then I get this fucking long text message two days later from the the father. And it's like scolding me about like, oh, I knew when I pranked you, I should expect something like this. But kids are, you got to keep kids out of it. All this fucking horseshit. But I felt bad. 
I felt bad because I felt like I had hurt the mama bear. I don't care about the daddy bear, but the mama bear, her cub, she was like this, like maybe she's like, oh, now some creepy guy's got this kid's name and address, whatever. Mm -hmm. Nothing's Mm going to come of it. But like we all, like what, Mm -hmm. maybe he will. I mean, the guy makes foreskin things. I would definitely feel bad. That would be, that would would make him its own movie. But Kristen was like, I was like, you know, this is really weighing on did me. She, like, did she know that you did this? Before yeah, you did and she it? was like, "Don't do it," and I was like, yep. "I'm doing it." Yep. And she was like, yep. "Don't do it." <laughs> and so we're driving in the car the other day, and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, why is this like weighing on me? Like, why do I have this guilt? And Kristen was like, "Well, do you maybe you should write them an email and be like, blah 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 blah. Like, I, I shouldn't have done it. No, no, no. And I was like, wait a minute, I don't think I shouldn't have done it. Like, I don't feel, I feel." guilty because they're making me feel guilty i don't feel guilty because i did something funny does that make sense so should Uh, i write them a sort of can okay so that's the story (laughs) now (laughs) give me your opinion and 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 no holds barred what i yeah yeah okay okay go ahead yeah um i do i do feel like you well you okay put it this way you did absolutely cross a line I did, but but that's also that's also you, okay. Uh, and I know you well enough that, and and we've talked about this before. That I think you and I both have this sort of tendency to sort of take it a step or two far, too far, like on, on things. Well, like when we either talk shit, we we go a little too personal, or if you try to do something like this, you you take it a little too. So what you did is you you invo- so it it involves a child, and 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 theirs was a little sort of an theirs involved prank. a child. They started with the child. No, no, I know that's what I'm saying. They, it, it, they both involve a child, and they theirs was sort of an innocent, uh, sort of a prank with with like faking you out on the shoes or whatnot, and then you you took it to a whole other level, which is fine, and that's not a problem. I don't have a problem with that necessarily. But you you should have sort of expected some blowback potentially on that. Yeah, I did. Like you should have known going in that you're like, wow, this is really f- going farther above and beyond. But they anything. ruined the prank. Like they got to laugh at me and be like, ha ha ha. I didn't even get to laugh at them. Like I didn't like I didn't get the joy. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's the point. It's because you you went you went way across that line. Like if you 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 involve this like a basically it's a sort of like a somewhat of a sex toy type instrument that has no business on it for a child but it's not a dad, sex toy well i you know what i mean it's like this weird like, like the kid would have no idea what it's about and if you i know up, that i was i was willing to i was willing i i played that out in my head I was, I was willing to i i it was i was willing to take that risk because i thought it would be funny to be like this kid be like Papa, <laughs> what does <laughs> it this is do? Funny. Listen, I appreciate it, but I also see the other side of that. Now, the fact that the 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 dad, and since I don't know who this is, it makes it a little bit harder to sort of judge that person. You but, don't know them. You don't know them. I'll say that. It's okay, fair enough. But uh, people also get really, I think, hypersensitive when they have children, which I think is is a bit ridiculous too. Because if that person. But I have a child. Before the child, I have a child. I didn't do this child. I I know. That's what I'm saying. Hold on. That's what I'm saying. Like people get people change too much. They 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 get too sensitive, especially if they weren't like that beforehand. Yeah. Right. Where he was like, well, you can't. You know, this is a child, and you can't do blah 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 blah. Yeah. We sort of. He's sort of right, and he's like another point. It's like, who the fucking cares, man? You take a fucking joke. Like, just be like, hey, dude, that 
I didn't think that was that funny. Well, they're really leaning into this idea that this person has their mailing address. I mean, which is just such a weird, like everybody has their mailing address. That's like the, like, that's the dumbest thing. Like he might get junk mail from this 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 guy, I guess. Yeah, who cares? This guy's not going to do anything. His business is going to, it's going to go out of business a couple of years and it's going to be irrelevant and it doesn't even matter because this this seems to be a really dumb idea and a a product. Uh, Like just, Go buy the fucking penis pills then or something, right? Like, but this isn't about erectile riches. dysfunction. This is about lengthening your foreskin. And the thing was, is like, we had talked, me and this father that's... had talked about this ad nauseum, like about how crazy it was. Like it's yeah. an ongoing joke. Like we, right. it wasn't like I just blindsided them with some random sex toy, like sent you know, a dildo to, see, to their you're kid. You're trying to like, justify it by like immaterial facts here. Okay. Like the, okay. the fact is, is like, if you said that to the dad as a payback, then I think it's like totally appropriate. But that's what's the funny? That's I thought of that, but that's not funny. It, well, it, I think it's more funny to more people, not you. Is it you funny? You have a different sense of humor. Oh, I sent you a a foreskin extender. Like it's just him, like being embarrassed to himself. Like yeah. if I bought it, wrapped it, gave it to him as a birthday present, and then waited until he opened it around a bunch of people. I guess sure. that would have been the play. Be like, he's like, yeah. what is this? And it's like, aha, it's a foreskin extender. People be like, yo, dude, you're weird. Like, that's not funny, but to send it to his kid, like as a payback for fucking with my kid, I thought was funny, but I guess it's exactly. not. It's, it, it is and it isn't. It's not funny, is it? You know what I mean? It's, I don't think anybody would find it as funny as you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But they took the funny out of it. So they what did, I, what they, I, but they did and they kill. And that's what I, and I'm on your side on that end of it is that they, they took it too far themselves of like trying to scold you about this. It like was totally a scolding. Scold I'm 45 years old. I'm a parent. Like I know. I, so I'm just not responding. Like, like I'm not responding. I said uh, when I got the first text message from the mom, I was like, Kristen was on it, and I was like, Kristen is not a part of this. She told me not to do it. Like this was I was I knew right. going in. Right. I said See? I said I'm sorry that I I'm so sorry to the to the mom. Then two days later, when I got the on the same group thread, this like nine page fucking text message about like all the wrongs. I was like, I'm not fucking responding to that at all. And then the dude dude called me and and left me a message like, oh, it's all good. And I was like, I'm not responding to that either. Like, I don't like now I'm like, you made this awkward. You should have been like, that's (laughs) fucked up. Don't fucking do that. But like, I don't need to be fucking talked down to like you started. This is how pranks go. Sometimes this they is, go too it far. It is. It is. It is. And do, uh, do they, pranks do pranks ever end without somebody not going too far? Is how nope. it, that's the best part about pranks. I one time had an intern. I had an intern once who bought me. He he had adult diapers sent to my work address. He was an intern, so I called the army and had him enlisted. Now, did I take it too far? <laughs> yes. yes. He was like a motherfucking army recruiter. Just called me, and I was like, "Sorry, Kier." That play with fire, but uh, you see, okay. So this is the point. This is, I think, this is the great, maybe sort of overall point with this whole thing, is that people should know you well enough by now that if you if they prank you, you are going to retaliate a million fold. Yeah, I mean, I was. This felt light to me. This felt light. I had other ideas. <laughs> I was going to sign this dude up for Hinge, like or Tinder, or whatever. Like I was going to like, I had plans. I was going to set up a whole dating profile and have his wife find it and then just have him try to figure it <laughs> see, out. See, but again, see, this is now you're, now you're going after the dad 
when you could when when you could have just like and you just said you didn't you weren't going to do that because that's not as funny because of sending the, the right the, it's this the, is the, the thing fun, this was the fun and it was supposed to be funny to him because he should have been like oh this thing haha <laughs> i can't believe i'm seeing one i'm glad my son didn't get it but instead yeah. and i will say this he might have but i think that his mama bear mama bear probably made him say you got it maybe or they just had long enough discussions about that he was like oh god all right i gotta i gotta say something here well Kristen, in her defense was like i'm staying the fuck out of it yeah this is on you yeah yeah that's fair that's right she didn't get mad at me either she's cool no she knew she understands she knows who you are yeah she's cool yeah yeah so that's she accepts you for you (laughs) i accept you for you your friends now on the other hand don't in a way i bet the prank war is over Oh, for sure. They'll never try to prank you again or your <laughs> child. I think they've learned their lesson. Yeah, they learned yeah. the hard yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. like Crocs. Listen, I appreciate it because it's funny. I also don't have a child. So maybe I'm not quite the right person to ask on this one, but I think I could see their side of it as well. It's not like I sent a clown to their house to like fondle I think they would have t- appreciated that more. Yeah, maybe. You know? Maybe I'll send them a clown as, a, as an apology. That would be funny. <laughs> Oh, that's a good idea, <laughs> actually. Be, I think that would be great. I'm going to send him a clown. An apology clown. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, dude. This is great. Oh, my God. This is great. Dude, and, it, he, obviously, he doesn't listen to this show. No way. An apology clown is... I got to find one. Oh, my oh. God. This is the greatest idea ever. <laughs> a singing apology clown. Just, just, uh, just run it by Kristen first. Okay. She's going to say, don't do it. Mm. Yeah, because then you're you're still kind of like you're you're sort of like reopening the wound a little bit. I know, but it's so good. I know, but it's so great. It's, it's funny. So I want good. you to do it. I'm doing apology cloud. I'm gonna look. I'm should, gonna look into it. I want it. you to do it. So this was a funny segue. I just won a fuckload of money on the Milwaukee Bucks. Thanks, R.J. Weaver, for the tip. Uh, so I got a little bit of expendable income that I would love to throw at a cloud. <laughs> I think I could put a couple hundred towards it. I wonder how much a clown costs. Anyway, that's a that's probably not that much. I don't know if that's jackass worthy. That's the story. That's the story. We're okay. got, we've gotten a lot of mileage out of that story. Thanks for listening. Yeah. I've been dying to tell somebody about it. I couldn't figure out who the right person was, and then I was like, I'll tell Chris and the listeners. Yeah, I think that was good. I think it was a good way to uh, get that off your chest. And um, I should also it. mention we are now being broadcast weekly on electromagneticradio.com. Uh, if you like to hear us, we could actually get streamed on Friday. So uh, yeah. now we have a new bed, a new bed of listeners that are learning weird things about us on a regular basis. <laughs> um, can I, can I, can I sort of tie into this story now at the end because of your hatred of Crocs? Yeah, of course. Um, Crocs are indefensible. You do not well, own them. I own Crocs now, Chris. Yeah. Do you wear now they're country now they're crunchy country crocs country crocs like the like the butter like the butter yeah uh, I bought them for Vermont if you were wearing the tubs of country croc butter on your feet and you're like they're country crocs that would be hilarious and I would love you and that's a great joke that's a great show shoe joke 
It would be funny. I don't think I don't think they make the tubs big enough to fit my feet. I know you just cut holes out in the end so your feet are coming <laughs> like out. Sandals. Yeah, like sandals. Dude, you gotta do that. It would be so funny. But with the butter in there, just smoosh your foot in <laughs> with the butter spilling over the top. Like they're so comfy. They're so soft. I needed a basement shoe. Get some goddamn slides like a normal person, you fucking maniac. No, but I needed a little more protection because because we I, there's a there's a there's a bit of a you know wood wood sh- wood uh, so what wood did shop, they, workshop. So when basement. was your house built, Chris? Uh, in Vermont, it was originally 1900. Yeah, what kind of footwear did they have in 1900? Crocs, plastic, Nothing? ugly Probably shoes. Where so somebody feet. went in that basement without without them. They made it. They made it work. No, no. Well, the basement's modern now, so it's not like it's. Uh, you know, it's a cement floors. There's there's mach- there's like a big what, heavy machinery. What tools are you worried down there. about? What are you worried about? Tools? I needed because I couldn't go down there in my flip flops or regular shoes because they either get like dirty or messed up or something or spill something. There's also water that that floods the basement a little bit, so I needed something. Get boots. Fl- get some wellies. I wanted something I could just slip right on. I've got something, but and go down. Can the I? Can, I also the the and the. Only do you wear them like, outside of the? Do, do you wear them outside of the basement? Sometimes no. Do you ever just sometimes throw them on and go run to town or nope. go outside and get the paper? Nope. nope. They are strictly a basement. They they're at the top of the stairs. And they're strictly a basement shoe only. They only go. Now my in the wife, basement. on the other hand, owns Crocs and she wears them out gardening and all that kind of stuff. You guys are disgusting. Uh, they're really comfortable though. Are they? Are yeah. they? Cool. They are. They're actually really comfortable. Sometimes I forget they're on and I wear. I start wearing them around the That's house. That's not an like, excuse. Oh, That's yeah. not an excuse for. So are fucking uh, sweatpants. Also, Do you wear I those all the this. time? I just uh, uh, the, the the full so honesty. tidies. They I when I was buying them, and I guess maybe my size, I'm a little too big, so you don't get like the full array of colors and options and whatever. So the best one I could find that I liked is their tie dyed color, dude. <laughs> and if I was gonna get something really stupid and really awful, I'm going full boat here, Chris. I'm not going to get the ones that are just blue or just black or like have avocados or something on them. I was like, no, no, I'm going, I'm going full. Did you buy, where did you ugly, buy? Where did you buy them? Did you get them on the internet? Yeah, Amazon. How much do they cost? Like fifty bucks or something. That's so stupid. Do you know that those shoes will never biodegrade? They will live on Earth until they. Yeah, because I can just wear them forever. I'll just be buried on. I'm not against. Well, I'll, I'll be I'm not against the idea of a convenient rubber shoe. In fact, Yeezy makes a foam runner that's gorgeous. That like Walmart, he's suing Walmart because they tried to knock him off, and he's winning. Uh, they're. Fuck I, him. I have a, I have a pair of these shoes. They call Klompas. They're it's like a. It's Klumpus? like a, it's a Dutch. It's a Dutch uh, rubber clog? shoe. It's a clog. It's a clog. It's a, yeah. clog. It's a rubber yeah. clog. It's a rubber clog. I That's have, what a crock is. I have no, it isn't. A crock is a crock. People put jewels in them and think they look fly, and they they're fucking the worst, and they're just inexcusable. Like they're just inexcusable footwear. They're horrible, and the excuse that they're so comfy, I don't even know how I'm on. Like that's the worst. I hate them with all my heart. I will never be into Crocs. People that are into Crocs are lazy and fucking should not. Like they just, they're just terrible. They're terrible shoes. Do you wear socks in inside of them? Nope. I bet you do sometimes. Uh, no, because I don't really wear socks ever. So what about um, what's wrong with those like, like, ankle length? Like this is what I wear. I wear these like tough some tough stuff or so, something like that. They're ankle length rubber boots, and I slide those on in the morning when I go walk Kate. 
They're great. I don't I don't want to bend over and I don't want to pull on the shoe. I just want to slide them right in. Ugh. God. But I want to cover my whole foot. You're gonna be like, I don't want I want a bed that sits up for me. That's the next step. <laughs> a craftmatic adjustable yeah. bed? You Hell are, yeah. Crocs are Crocs are the fucking craftmatic adjustable bed of footwear. <laughs> There was so there used to be there used to my I, I, my brother my dad I think used to have these sh- these shoes that were called Red Wings. Yeah, I, love, I have a pair of Red Wings. Yeah, they're great, but they don't make a slide in like those. Uh, those are the kind of things I wanted to get something like that. What about moccasins? Um, moccasins are cool. That's what my dad used to wear. Yeah, I can't do moc. I'm not. I wasn't doing. I needed something a little bit more heavy duty, you know. So if I drop something on my foot or do whatever in the basement, blah blah blah, stuff like that. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm just being honest with you. You're being honest with me, so now I'm being honest with you. Okay. We can still be friends. We can still do the show. That's fine. I'll, I'll just start wearing my Crocs while we do it. I don't care what you do. Fucking shove them <laughs> right up your ass. I hear they're super comfy. <laughs> Fit two up there. But I would never send your child Crocs as a joke. It was like, you could send me Crocs. I don't care. And I'll throw them away. But like, don't fucking dress them up. He spent money on a on a he went on eBay and he had to source a box. Now a box for a pair of Yeezys, especially ones little kids ones, it's still like fifty so bucks. He just got the box, so he just got the box. He went on eBay. He just bought buy the, the box. box. Yeah, because it's a collectible. The box At least is collectible. Buy the fucking shoes with the box. I know, and then be like, oh, just kidding. I got you the shoes. No, he spent yeah. fifty bucks on the fucking box. Put fucking Crocs in them. See, he knows you well enough that he knows that you would be so stoked that you're. That yeah, your it hurt my feelings. Yeezys. It did. It. I'm not saying it wasn't a good prank. It was. It was a great prank. But he should have expected prank. a prank back. But he yes. But if he knows that you that well enough on that end, that he should have known the retaliation that was going to come. Yeah. And he he, mis- he underestimated your. But he fucking. Skills. But I didn't like write a long text message about how it hurt my feelings that I thought I was getting Yeezys. But then it's because they're too Yeezys. precious and protective of their child and this so-called like um I, I don't know how you classify it. That's why I'm thinking. That's why I said like it was like sex toy type of thing because they probably consider it something like that where it's like I didn't send it out of the blue. Like, they know what it is. I know. I know. It wasn't like I just. Like I, like I just sent them a butt plug and like was like, yo, I sent your kid a butt plug. What's up? Now he's on the mailing list for butt plugs. I didn't do that. Maybe, maybe if you said that and be like, you know, maybe you got to loosen up your butthole a little bit. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where it goes from there. Stop being a tight ass. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. But I don't think it would go over well. Unless no, it was made well, of crock material. At this point, I, and nothing you do is going to go over well with them, I don't think. Yeah. Well, How good of a friends are they? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know what to do. Mm. Anyway. I don't know either. Let's, uh, let's move on. Okay. Do you want to talk about anything in particular today? Um, in the realm of real- sports? Okay. Well, good show. Later on. Yeah. Uh, I have something. The Bucks won the championship. They did. That was that's exactly what I was just going to bring up. Uh, everybody's and so Lopez is a goddamn champion. Chris. That's true. Brooke Lopez is a champion. Uh, Pat Connaughton, who was a minus twenty two and scored zero points and missed free throws at the end of the game, mm-hmm. is a champion. Mm-hmm. The Big Ragu is a champion. Mm-hmm. Bobby Portis is a champion. Mm-hmm. 
There are that some. That one I'm happy about. There are some odd champs on that. I like uh, Bobby Portis. He's a very Ke- he's very Kevin Garnett wannabe. Yes, yes. That's yeah. sort of that's sort of how I view him. Is like, I don't think he's tough. Bobby and Portis. I don't, wa- I don't think he thinks he's a tough guy, but everyone thinks he because he has like these big eyes, so they think they like think he's crazy eyes or something. I don't think he's a tough guy necessarily. I felt bad that like. I think he's mislabeled, miscast a little bit. I think he's a little more fun-loving kind of a dude. I think that what I my takeaway, my conspiracy version of the takeaway of this is like the NBA is always going to be a superstar league, and this was like the least amount of superstars. But they were like, let's. I mean, it felt very. I felt like the the Suns weren't playing their best basketball and missed a lot of shots they and sucked. had every chance. But like there were definitely the the calls were going in the way of the Bucks, and they were going to go in the way of Giannis because they want. Giannis scoring fifty in the in the clinching game is great for basketball. Then they could be like, Giannis is a superstar. Like we've got a superstar winning a ring. Like it's very important to the league that the championship team has a superstar. I don't think Chris Paul is that superstar. Um, and no, Devin past that prime. I, I think if I think if the Suns won, Devin Booker would have been. If he, but Devin Booker, if he, could, if he averaged Book- forty a game, like the the couple of games he played like that, then but yeah, Devin Booker wasn't getting the calls that he gets during the regular he season. He wasn't absolutely, he, and not. so there was a totally different were, okay, game. So for they him. were also playing into the Bucks' hands a great deal, and they were they were the first couple of games they were doing a really great draw, job of like passing the ball, spacing, moving around, and spacing, and shooting and getting open Devin threes. Booker shots. Yeah, and and, and Booker being uh, aggressive. And, and creating those shots. Then, and give Milwaukee credit because they made a huge adjustment after game two. Um, and and, and they started playing defense. Yeah, and, and then Booker and Paul started just doing way too much sort of ISO dribble sort of, for like yeah. a two for two pointers. For two pointers, right. And going in for those mid range, they stopped taking three pointers, which I thought was really weird. It was weird that Cam Johnson and campaign both and were even like Booker, like they weren't running screens for, and every time they run a screen for Booker, he wouldn't, he would hesitate and he wouldn't pull up and take a shot right away. And I think that was a big problem for him. And I think the defense sort of got to them on many levels. Also is Aiden kind of soft. Uh, yeah, because he looked like Greg Oden did a great job there. there. They did a great job with eight. They, they took eight out of his game and his element where he was dominating and they got his, they started kind of getting him into foul trouble. And I think he was too afraid to, to foul, especially on Giannis because Giannis was getting all those calls. Let Frank cook, man. Let Frank cook like that. They finally did that in game six toward like in the second quarter and it was working. <laughs> Frank Comiskey's fucking unsung hero of the series. <laughs> All right. See, there you go. Taking it, the joke too far again. No, I do like Frank Comiskey. Oh, he's garbage. He's not. He was doing. He did he that got little six points in one game. Yo, but he did that little all star. He did that little like like ooh move, like that little like fake behind the back, brought it back up. Sure, he missed a layup, but like he want. <laughs> he looks lost. He looks. He looks lost. Uh, yes, because he is lost. But I feel like they could have at least put him in to like foul Lopez. Like there was just a there was there was no one to fill up. Like I I will say this. I think so the Suns need more big man depth. Well, they need another Sarge, guy behind. Sarge him. plays five on that team, and and he's yeah, and a he great injured. defender. I think that, that was a big that, that hurt them. I think bit. that yeah. hurt them more than people ex- said. But also like losing Vincenzo was bad for the Bucks. So like it's I don't feel like anybody. I don't feel like it was a screw job. Really, I don't like Giannis. So I'm like, bleh, like, I like the rags to riches bullshit. It's also insane that three Antetokounmpo's have fucking championship rings. That yeah. makes the fact that he has a fucking brother 
who is a got COVID during the finals, uh, and is just there to be his assistant. Like when he went down with that hyperextended leg, his brother was the guy that came over with the trainer. Like he is What's so brother, powerful. If, if that was your brother. Wouldn't you be doing the same thing? I don't, but he's he's a fucking personal assistant. He's not a player. He can't play. It's fine. It's fine. But that's crazy. A roster spot is given how to many, make Giannis happy. That's fucking. How, that's so how dumb. Many teams do that over the years, and they bring in some other guy's buddy. The fucking Nets gave DeAndre Jordan ten million dollars a year for four years just to make Ky, or Kyrie and Durant happy. All right. I mean, they do this all the time. It's fine. Who cares? Three Antetokounmpo's have championship rings. Yeah, good for them. You think that's they, fair? They, they they signed for the, the right teams. Hmm. It's fair. I you, what, what do you mean? You fair? love the Antetokounmpo's, don't you? Yeah, Jan. Well, the other two I don't even know their names or care about. But Jan, I love Jan. Cosmo player. and Theonis. <laughs> I know those at the top. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've been bagging on the uh, the the, the Bucks for a couple of years now because they 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 couldn't get over the hump. They they the weren't Nassus? adapting. The they, they weren't making they and they, and they. They made huge differences. Like we got to give, you know, for as much as Mike Boonholzer, we've been raking on him this whole this whole um, playoffs. Is like he actually he did make big adjustments and he and he and he and he switched up game plans. Well, I think that the, I think the knock was on styles, the knock on teams. him was that he oh like he the first game of every series was how he that was his coaching style was he Once makes adjustments yeah. after the first game yeah instead of watching tape and making adjustments. For the first game, so it always sort of set his team back. Yeah, and that's sort well, of listen, what, what happened I, the here. The two too. series they went down 0-2, and then they won those series. And I think that's that's something that's, that's really Bud actually style. I don't that's know how often that happens. I don't like the guy. Plus, they won two. Plus, they won two games against the Hawks without Giannis. Like that's also it's a it's an impressive playoff run for them. I think this year, and and I think it, it more than deserves them ended up winning the championship. Yeah, I I'm with you. I'm with you. Plus, I, I I'm not mad. Shit the bed. Chris Paul shit the bed. Devin Booker shit the bed. Aiden shit the bed. But they might have been a little. The Suns couldn't adapt. They might have been a little overmatched. I mean, they weren't even in the playoffs last year. But they did gel and they came together and it worked. And they they were they dominated everyone else. They went up two nothing against the Bucks. I I honestly, I still think the 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 Suns are a better team uh, and more skilled across the board. And they should have they should have won the series probably five games if not swept them. Yep. But they didn't make adjustments, and the Bucks did. They should have played. They should have played like the. They should have played like the the Warriors. Like the like they should have played like Clay, Draymond, and fucking mm-hmm. and Steph. Yeah, role players. They, they they couldn't figure out how to figure out you know to make the adjustment off of the Bucks. They also couldn't get rebounds. Things. Like they just were yeah. useless on the on the like on yeah. the defensive rebounding side. Yeah, yep. I mean it was, I, it was also just like I. I get so sick of like watching finals refereeing and I hate that takes so much away from these things. I think, I think this would have been a great series. It was a great playoffs, except for the refs. You know, like they, they brought it down so much and that's, that's what's frustrating. It's like get out of the game. Yeah. Sucks about that. Yeah. It's it's, like the inconsistencies with those calls and like Giannis, like getting every call, like when they, even they barely touch him, you know, but then, but then Booker then, wasn't was it, getting the calls. Yeah, Booker got fouled. Or, you know, I just don't think I it's don't fair know. to change the rules of the season. Like it was the right thing to like those kick out fouls or like yeah, head fake fouls. Yeah, like those those things. Like they should be getting rid of those, but not in the yes. middle of the fucking playoffs. You don't get to make the rule change because suddenly you want that to happen. But yet, then every time, y- anytime anyone's in the paint, that's a foul. 
it's, even when I do it find it funny that that Giannis doesn't get the sort of Shaq treatment because he's so unstoppable. He's not getting the fouls, basically, right? Like, well, good for Giannis, Giannis. Gets the fouls. Have you ever seen a player that shoots fifty percent just get better with like people cheering in his face? Like, yeah, it's incredible. He that only missed two free throws at like he was seventeen for nineteen or something. Like, that's crazy impressive. That's really like, impressive. That he like improved his free throw shooting mm-hmm. that and shot, immensely and sorry, and was doing in the quicker. biggest moment. He was moment. actually beating the time frames. I know. So I was, I was, I was uh, doing a stopwatch on his free throws during the during the playoffs. It wasn't, but the, it wasn't the the free throw time that mm-hmm. was ever. It's a pre. Bad. It's a pre. So as average, what I found was twenty five seconds. Yeah, from the moment he like steps away, to the, the refs line. do the dribbling. Then he gets to the line. Well, first he does a, fr- a fake free throw, For and then practice. they throw it to him. And he and tells then, the ref to wait. Yeah, he's just like hold on, wait. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta and practice. they let him do that. Yeah. That's fucking yeah. baloney. So it's but that's each, but that's each free throw is twenty five seconds. That's just so insane. That's insane. I mean, that's ridiculous. Uh, but he might he might he might work on that. I wouldn't be surprised if he maybe start stops doing that now. Or like cut well, it down I somehow. Don't fuck, it's not fucking his fault they let him do that. Yeah, like the referee no, no, should be exactly. like, oh, no, the rule. Here you go. Let's yep. get this going. But the referees. But the, but that's the NBA. The NBA I know. superstar treatment. I know. That's where I my point from the beginning of this thing was like, it's always going to be the team with the biggest superstar. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's usually what happens because it's it's usually the best player on the court wins wins the game in the series. Well, the NBA no, I'm, I'm sort of okay with that. I, I, I don't mind it, but I want that. What I want is I want consistency, though, across the board. I agree. Deck. Like, I just, that's, I totally agree. I think consistency and, and also like the having the fucking national broadcast team just so in the fucking pocket of the Ugh, NBA Jesus. that they just, like, when there's a bad call, did you notice they would just, they just watch? They wouldn't, yeah. say, they won't they say any words. Over it. Or they don't show the replay when they know, right. like, when they know it's going to be a bad call. Well, but, they, or, or, or they just go like, well, that, that was obviously a foul. And yeah. It's like, well, maybe it wasn't. Yeah. Like, no, it's not. Yeah. You they know, never like, say, barely gets touched. Ne- Mark Jackson's like, of course that's a foul. Yeah. Clearly, clearly a foul. Yeah. yeah. No, it's well, like, like, well, actually his, his hand was on the ball, but his elbow hit the other guy's arm. So it's like, I, is that a foul or not? Cause I don't know because the interpretation of that rule, because if, if your hand's on the ball, that's usually sort of a good no call or something then. Yeah. It's, it's also like, so yeah, to listen to them be so fucking stoked on every call that like every call is a good call. And you're just like, I'm watching this and I know that's not true. And I know you right. guys know that's not true. Right. Like that's what always bothers me. Like these people are like, experts they're ex-coaches right. they would argue those calls to death they know the game they know what the rules are they know the interpretation of the rules they know how it should be officiated but then they get in these seats and they just lie like they lie like right. they convince themselves they just that, toe like, the line it's and they, yeah. they don't want to i don't think they want to rock the they boat don't they're told specifically not to i'm convinced like it's like don't rock the boat so like yeah. you've got to listen to like so there's this gaslighting that goes on when you're watching the nba playoffs where you've got like horrible announcing that is like that's that's backing up what you know what the eye test is telling you are bad calls or different officiating and you're like well why does it feel like icky why do i feel like i'm being lied to the product is great i think that the players do what they do you know i i'm not i, I even the flopping like i i don't give a shit like i like it doesn't bother me that fucking Pat Connaughton rolls around on the ground like he's like been <laughs> been stabbed every time anyone comes near him. 
Like that's on the ref. Like that's on the refs not to call that, and they do because yeah. they're fucking idiots. And that's another thing that the announcers never b- say. They never say the players are flopping. Like they'll be like, "Oh, some creative uh, reaction on Connaughton's part." <laughs> like I'm like, just say it's a flop. Like you can't say it's a flop. Like is that part of your script? And also, Mike Breen, it's not Antecupo. Like stop trying to be like you know it. You just drop an entire syllable Antecupo. Like it's onto Takupo. Like there you got it. You got actually to... apparently it actually it might be. No. Did you see that story now? No, God. So the the proper like uh, is he Nigerian? Yes. Yeah. Uh the proper Nigerian spelling and whatnot is is um they changed it to make it sound more Greek when they immigrated, immigrated oh, really? to the country. Yeah. Oh. So his dad like changed their last name to make it sound a little more Greekish so they would uh, like fit in better, maybe they not. Threw an be, extra like, syllable in there? Yeah, so that, yeah, when that's they, like so when Hakim they, instead of Akim. Yeah, stuff like that. Where apparently, yeah, that was the new story now. That that they're, um, it's not his his last name is, it's yeah, it's shorter and uh, there's not as many like I think syllables. And I want to like see that. his real name. I want to call him yeah. by whatever his real name Google. is. Well, yeah. I'm not. I will yeah. ask him. Wait to ask him. Yeah. I'll be like uh, Giannis. What's your real name? Yeah. I'll be like. <laughs> also, another great story yes. about this with the Bucks thing too. I want to say is um, I didn't know this, and I just read this, and I think this is really great. Is that Finn Baker was an assistant? He's an assistant coach for the Bucks now. Is he drunk? He got a ring? Uh, no, he no man. He he sobered up. He's changed his life. It's been like ten years now. He's got she got his shit together. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, and that, and I didn't know it. Like he got actually a job coaching, and and like that's how far he, he's kind of come back. Back to this now, That's and he was on the staff, story. so now he gets a ring. That's a great story. I and like I always that. liked, I always wanted like Vin Baker. I, I, I mean, he was a Sonic a, for a while, know, that kind like of stuff. He really so tried just, to hurt your team. Huh? He really tried to hurt your team. He Didn't he get like a crazy, a crazy contract that he yeah. never could live up to? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then he got into drugs and alcohol a little bit and some addiction problems and, and whatnot. And then he just, I, I mean, he, I think he basically had nothing at one point. But, um, uh, yeah, he's worked his way back and like and and actually got back into into basketball and and coaching, which is great. Good good for him. I was trying to look up who the who the Milwaukee Bucks assistant coaching staff was if there was any other gems on there. Uh, I think Darvin is Darvin Ham on there who's who is he's getting a lot of interviews. It has been the last year or two and and they think he's going to be in the, like one of the next um uh, uh popular coaching hires. Boy, they don't make it easy for you to look this up. It's crazy. Do all these players, like the, the vice president of business operations, do all those guys, do they, like the team chef, do they get rings? Do, like, uh, I think so, yeah. I think everybody gets a ring. Yeah, you're right. So it's Chad Forcier. I don't know who like that is. Vin Baker, uh, Darvin Ham, Charles Lee, Patrick St. Andrews, Ben Sullivan, Will Lucas. I don't know who any of those people are. <laughs> but Vin Baker is very cool. Yeah. I'm that's proud. nice. That's it's nice, nice to get a ring. I wonder if we can get him on uh, Cameo. Mm. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> he wa- wasn't he drafted by the Bucks? He was. I think he was drafted by the Bucks originally. Yeah. Yep. Wow. And then I think he was traded to Sonics for. It wasn't Sean Kemp, was it? It might have been. Might have been. Uh, did you know that there? Were, I said that. Well, if you didn't read the group text, then you don't know. There were five players in that finals that were drafted in the 2015 draft. Which is pretty. 2015. Yeah. Oh. There are five players. I did see the group text. Can you guess? Can you guess which five players they were? It was. Wait. Uh, okay. So 2015. Yep. 
Wait, is that is that the Giannis draft? No, it's oh, the Devin um, Booker draft. That's a that's a that's a hint. Devin Booker is one of them. Shit. Um. Man, that seems like really long time ago now. I know, and it's it's a, it's a decent amount of players for one uh, for one final. Chris Middleton. No. Hmm. I'm drawing a blank on like everybody in these two teams now. Well, one of them was Frank Kaminsky. Oh, he was okay. the highest ranked draft choice at nine. He was? Yep. And, and then Booker at 13. That was a Michael Jordan special. Campaign at 14. Oh. And then further down the draft, you got Bobby Portis and, uh, oh. and Connaughton. Mm. Oh, I remember Connaughton was drafted by the Nets. Yeah, he was. And I was like, and I think gross. And Portis was a bull. I think, I think Booker is the only player yeah. that was on the team that he was drafted by. But that's pretty impressive. Five players that had PT in the last game of a finals from the same draft. Like, yeah, that's that means it was a deep draft, right? Like, like that's pretty impressive. Sure. A lot of those are role players. Yeah. So that was, yeah, no, I know that's deep. Uh, That's uh, uh, it seems like a decent, um, decent amount of guys for one draft to be, to be playing in the finals. I think that's probably somewhat unusual. Yeah. Well, just a little tidbit of information for you. Um, I so we so we're speaking of which, I think we have the draft next week. The NBA draft? I think so. Oh, I think it's next great. week. We got to start means, studying on our on our uh, prospects, Chris. Well, I that means that Simmons will probably be traded this week because I think they want to get. Hopefully. I think they want to ship him before the. If it's if he's going to the Kings, they want to ship him before this draft. Yeah, you need that. Want, you need that eighth pick. Or we want that eighth pick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't. It'll be interesting to see how that, like, sort of. It's a really, it's a really close t- uh, turnaround for the, with the finals into the draft. I think it's usually not like a week later. I don't think. I think they lose. No, like no, a no, no. Weeks. It's definitely like more time. Got to be. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So prospects. I mean, we could we'll talk about prospects next week because I've got some. There's guys I definitely like, and I think we actually like watched. It's kind of a fun. It's a fun draft because you've got all those ignite players, and you've got mm-hmm. a lot of overseas players. Some of which are mm-hmm. like considered to be like incredible and then you've got all like there was a there was there's some pretty good college players in this draft Mm -hmm. mobley Mm -hmm. suggs like there's some like real talent so i'm uh i do think it's interesting though that they they are calling this probably what they think that's one of the better drafts you know but i don't know time or potentially all these things but i think it's really top heavy still though i think there's like five guys really that are oh, like, really? okay, these guys are going to be really good. And the rest of them are still the, everything I've been reading. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not overly impressed with a lot of these guys necessarily. Well, I think it's like, we it's, should it's break sort of it like, down you know, and like, see what kind of, what kind of props DraftKings has, has on it. Cause I'm interested to know let's like, do it for next week. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's, let's break it down a little bit. Uh, and maybe I think every year we like, we, I fall in love with a random player that does Kent Bazemore mm-hmm. comes to mind. Uh, mm-hmm. What's his yeah, name? Yeah, next Thursday, July Lonnie, 29th. Is Lonnie, the, is the NBA draft. What's Lonnie? Lonnie Walker. He's he's Lonnie Walker. Yeah. Still got an eye on him. Decent. These are yeah, these are the players decent. that I tend to fall in love with. That don't Rashawn Holmes that don't ever do much in the NBA, but but hang around. Rashawn Holmes has actually made a career for himself in Sacramento. He's doing That's all a guy right. I'd love to have on a team. He was so fun yeah. during the the process, like Sixers. I I remember going to Sixers games for like ten bucks, and Rashawn Holmes would always have like three like electric dunks. Like he's just, mm-hmm. he's a great, I mean, they Plus, knew, I think he can shoot the three a little bit and stuff too. I think he's he? picked up his game. Yeah. I think he's picked up his yeah. game. He's, a, he's underrated. A, and I think Lonnie Walker is going to be a good player. So I, I, 
I, he had a struggle with injuries, but I think he's going to be good still. I hope so. I uh, like that guy. Yeah, me too. Mo Bamba. Like I All like right, those we'll guys. see who the we'll see who the next Lonnie Walker is. Let's see who the next week. Lonnie Walker is. <laughs> uh, and then we'll see what happens with uh, Ben Simmons. Um, I don't know. I think that the the pl- the props or the sorry the futures for next year have this is always stupid that they like there's like shortest odds on the champion because it's like it's not going to be the Bucks like it just won't be. Um, there's it's got to be the Nets, right? Uh, the Nets are net. I think it's. I think it goes Bucks, Nets, or Bucks, Nets, Lakers, and then there's a yeah, significant drop sense. off to Philly. The like the the usual suspects. Um, yeah. So I don't. I don't love doing an NBA prop that or an NBA future that early. I mean, believe Not me, like that. my yeah. NBA futures were great. I had two Bucks futures. One with RJ that was also like a parlay with the Italy winning the Euro Cup. Um, that's so, right yeah so I got that one and then I I had placed a my own bet on Bucks uh, plus 500 back in May to win the championship mm-hmm. now bear in mind mm-hmm. I also bet the Suns to win the Western Conference I had very very good playoffs um, mm-hmm. so I shouldn't be upset at all that Philly didn't win because I placed no money on them Uh <laughs> And it also made it also made the Bucks winning like feel a little bit better. Like I was like, oh, I can live with this. Like I, th- I was rooting for the Suns the whole time. I was rooting for the Suns. Were yeah. you rooting for the Suns? I, I, I found myself, I think, rooting for the Suns a little bit more in the games, but because I was also getting more frustrated because they weren't getting a lot of the calls and 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 like the free throws disparity was in, insane and what all that kind of stuff. So, right. but I'm. I, I do like the Bucks and and I'm happy that they won. I'm not like, you know, it's not like the I'm Lakers happy for Milwaukee. Like, I, I mean, and I think that this was Weaver's take too. It's like Milwaukee is a, like, that's a, it's a, that's a fun, like that city deserves this. I mean, even though they turned Deer Valley into a fucking super spreader event or whatever, the Deer right, District, right, right. Like that wasn't a great look. Uh, wasn't my favorite part of it, but I, I, no, did, but, I, um, I, you know, Whatever. Both that town, teams are great. Uh, those, I enjoy those, both teams. Um, I don't like Phoenix and, uh, fans. I don't think I ever want to go to Phoenix. I was like, whoa. Like, those fans, they're all trying to become, like, viral. It was all Seriously. Weird. I was like, let's just... They're, that's, like, that they haven't you, been in the playoffs for so long. They're just trying to have a moment. Yeah. They were trying to have yeah, a moment. I don't know. That yeah. moment sucked. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's... Uh, who, I don't care about the fans, necessarily. I'm... Uh, the the teams are what I'm interested in, um, and they were both enjoyable, good teams that that weren't um, that weren't getting a lot of I think do and respect to start the playoffs. I don't think the expectations were there for either team actually either. Even though Milwaukee was sort of like one of the the better teams, I I, I feel like most people thought they weren't going to make it that far, like what they have done because of what they've done the last couple of years. I think you're right. So I'm glad that they did. I think I'm glad they proved them wrong. And I'm glad that now Mike Boonholzer is NBA championship coach. And he's going to get like, now he's going to be overblown, I think, or something. How great of a coach I mean, I think is. that if you were a Milwaukee fan, you were kind of like, I don't want him to be my coach anymore. Yeah, I, there was a lot of that. I think there's a lot of that sentiment. And now you're like, how can you get rid of this guy? Like, but he also made his changes. They made, they made, they, they adapted. He adapted. So, um, you know, maybe maybe he is that good of a coach now or something. Well, they're stuck with him for a while. That's fine. I have one last thing, one last question for you, and then we can get out of here. How do you Go feel for- about Kareem 
like being a buck again. I'm okay with it. You are? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's been 50 years. I mean, but he does he show up at Lakers games too? Like is like Probably not. Does Kareem get to be both? Uh, of course he gets to be both. The the only problem the only problem you would you would potentially have with this is that he forced his way and wanted out of Milwaukee because he didn't want to be in Milwaukee. That's my point. Back, but back then, but that was also 50 years ago. And now it's like now he's old and nobody who cares. And, you know, he's, he probably doesn't care as much anymore that, that, you know, the team doesn't care. Like he has history there. He won a championship there. He played with Oscar Robertson. Oh, they also like have the Kareem award now, right? Like there's like Kareem's like the good humanitarian award. Yeah. Yeah. The humanitarian award. Yeah. So that makes sense. I like Kareem a fuckload better than I like old Bill Walton or whatever his name is. Bill, Bill Russell. Yeah. Bill Russell. (laughs) And Bill Walton. (laughs) Dude. And no, there is a fucking podcast it's called the press box it's on the ringer and there was an interview with is. brian curtis interviewing bill walton about being a part of this book he was in back in the 70s the breaks of the game or something like that he asks bill walton one question at the top of the show bill walton talks for 60 minutes straight the other oh guy never gets another word in edgewise it is the most uncomfortable weirdest <laughs> rambling cra- it's it's a crazy it's like it is a master class in egomania like i if i highly recommend our listeners if you want to just hear like stream of consciousness like insanity i've never seen the i've never it's i can you imagine like doing an interview and asking someone one question and then they don't <laughs> shut up for an hour and it like never give him a chance to ask another question. He talked about his mom being a library. He went, he ran all over the fucking map with it. It's, it's, I, at the, by the midpoint, I started fast forwarding just to see if I hear a question get asked. It never was. It was, it's craziness. I highly recommend you listen to it. Please try it out. Listen, I, I hold on. Now, I, I'm, I'm, I don't think, I don't know if this is a big, strong take or not, but I have never enjoyed listening to Bill Walton, especially on, on a basketball broadcast. Yeah. Oh, no, he's a piece of shit. I don't, I can't, I just can't stand. He, listen, he might be a nice guy. And maybe, like, if, if we ever, like, you know, knew each other, maybe I would enjoy him more and to some degree or something. He might be a little more fun to sort of talk to, like, one on one. He doesn't, like that. he doesn't listen. He doesn't. Uh, no, I know, I know. He, I, he's terrible. I think he's an absolute horrific broadcaster too. Like he's not actually watching the games. I don't think. And all he does is complain the whole time. Especially when he was doing NBA games, when it was like him and Steve Stafford Jones. Yeah. And Stafford Jones. Jones was always just like ragging on him, and and it was just like he. I, that's why I love Stafford Jones back in the day because he was just he was the he just all he did was talk shit to Bill Walton during the broadcast. It was great. I loved it. So I can't, I can't listen to Bill Walton for, for more than like a minute, literally. Like every time I see that there's a highlighter, everyone's like, oh, let's listen to what he said on this game again. You know, like, no, I don't care. I don't care what Bill Walton has to say anymore. I didn't know that Snapper Jones died. Oh, he did? Yeah. No, he's pretty old. Yeah. Snapper Jones is one of my favorite all-time broadcasters. Yeah. I know. I, I don't, loved him. He was great. I didn't care. Him and Hubie, I would have I ran with him and Hubie. Oh, that's pretty like, good. That's a nice, that's, yeah. All right. Well, that's a good show, Chris. I've enjoyed myself. Uh, I will never prank you. You can wear your Crocs. <laughs> Feel free. Tie-dye Crocs. You're fucking wavy gravy out there in, in Vermont. Go get some Ben and Cherries, okay? <laughs> wavy gravy. 
You're wavy gravy, dude. I don't know what that means. You're wavy gravy. Look him up. That's who you are. You're all fucking hippie. Wavy gravy. That's your new name. All right. This is, that's been the podcast. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye. <laughs>